Hey y'all, just uh, listen back to this one and it's unhinged. So enjoy it. Um, as I state in the beginning, I was in a fugue state. I was not thinking clearly. This episode is wild, but I don't have time to re-record anything. So just enjoy this. I'm fine. I'm doing... I'm, you're going to think that I'm not doing well, but trust me, I'm fine. Ooh. Play the music. Ooh, ah. Hello and welcome back to the Tony Soto Show featuring me, Meatball, but also just the Meatball Show now. Fuck Tony. I am in a state, a fugue state. I'm in a rogue state. Something is wrong. I am not happy. I would like to start with saying hi, hello. What a wonderful week. Uh, last week I did scream a lot about my stomach hurting, my insides hurting. I finally went and saw a real doctor, a good doctor, a fantastic doctor. I cannot speak enough about how incredible this doctor is. And just to talk about how wonderful he was. Wait, this isn't where I was going to start. Anyway, he walked into the room in like an animal print silk shirt flowing, like just dangling off of his body. And um, a tight pair of dark trousers. I don't know. I wouldn't call them jeans, although they may have been denim. The fit was, all I can say is it was a trouser, whatever that means to you. That's what he was in, but it was fancy and looked expensive. Then on his feet were those shoes, the tabby boots that are like a heel, but the um, your big toe and the rest of your toes are separated. So you're almost like a ninja. Um, is that racist? Probably. I don't know. That's just the first time I saw that type of shoe was in that movie Three Ninjas. Wait, was that Three Little Ninjas? What did I just say? What did I just say? Was that Karate Kid? Anyway, he was wearing those shoes, leather, black leather. So already came in and he just plop, he plopped his body down into the chair across the room from me. I, of course, showed up in a it's a new tracksuit from Adidas. I don't know if you know this about me, but I have an extensive Adidas tracksuit collection, but not their normal ones. I have a couple of the plain ones, but only their collabs. So this one is the Bogey Boys collab, which is a light blue, and it's made out of a terry cloth. So it kind of gives you that like beachy, wavy feel. Anyway, I was wearing that tracksuit and a blue polo shirt. So we looked like we were in two different states in our lives. He, a doctor, and I, garbage, whose insides were failing. Um, anyway, wonderful doctor. His name is Dr. Marcus Tellez. Tellez? 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 Can't quite pronounce it. He was a, f a former guest on uh, uh, my podcast, Loppy Seconds with Big Dipper, and I fell in love with him there. Because he's so dang funny and so supportive of drag. Where was I going? Oh, so the other two doctors just kept on being like, oh, you have IBS, you have IBS. We went over this. I screamed last time. I hit the toilet fart button so many times that my boyfriend was like, you got to stop doing that. Again, I'm really going Tony Soto today. I'm not going to take breaks or edit because I don't have time. He found out that what is wrong with me is that I might have acute pancreatitis and I went now what makes it so cute and he said no you're dying faggot no he didn't say that but he it's very serious it's I have to change my whole lifestyle and I when I told Tony that he was literally like well 
it's from drinking too much. And I was like, yeah, I know it's from drinking too much. Everyone, everyone's like, oh, could it be this? Of course it was the drinking. Of course it was the terrible food I was eating. Like, what? <laughs> I, 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 I feel I'm shocked when someone else seems shocked. Like, my life has been pretty publicly on display. I blackout drink and I fall over all the time. I'm a walking hazard. The fact that I've made it this far and almost to my next birthday, which is July 13th. It's coming up, babies. The fact that I've been so unhealthy for so long, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not shocked. I'm truly not shocked. Now, though, moving forward, I have to just eat healthier and do that, blah, 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 blah. And frankly, I got to say, it's not that hard. I never, everyone always calls me like an alcoholic or like a raging alcoholic. And I just have to say, I don't consider myself an alcoholic. I don't know what that means. And I'm not willing to look up the definition. <laughs> like, literally, <laughs> classic alcoholic behavior just being like i don't know what it means but i'm definitely not no um i would say what i did was like binge drinking what happens is is when i do decide to drink i'm like cool we're going hard so besides my insides just constantly hurting at all times of the day i have uh also said yes to every single gig this month so wild okay let me, I'm going to, I'm going to smoke now. Whew. So this, um, as I was saying, I'm very busy this month. Uh, so if you want to see me anywhere on the 8th, I will be in Long Beach for Diverse Land Insider Show. On the 9th, I will be at Precinct for Box Stars, co-hosting with Tony Soto. On the 14th, I will be in San Francisco doing reparations, to, uh, hosting with Snacks, uh, former Contestant of the pageant with Tony. On the 16th, I will be doing Susia Sundays in San Diego. The tickets are $15, and it's going to be an outdoor pool party daytime if you're in San Diego or want to drive the 45 minutes down to come hang out with me by a pool all day, diva. Then on the 21st is Fat Slut at Precinct, and on August 4th is Fat Slut in San Francisco. Let's talk about what I was up to today, Baby! I went downtown because I, as you know, I make all my own costumes and I wanted to make myself some cute new stuff for the month because I'll be traveling and it's my birthday and I really, I'm not a Barbie person. I'm not super excited about the movie coming out. I, I will say as a child, I think every gay person has felt this way. Hold on, I'm taking a hit. Ooh. I did always want Barbies and my parents would buy me, we lived in the UK at the time. So the equivalent for boys was like a GI Joe style toy called action man. Who was essentially a Ken doll with nipples and a bulge, bigger bulge. And he had a scar on his face and he was fucking hot. Uh, I think maybe it was an American toy too. I really don't know. There's part, that part of my life. I don't know what is relatable or not. I spent a lot of time watching MTV. So I thought that all of America was like spring break beach party from the most of my life. But anyway, I would play with action, man. I would always kind of want Barbies. Um, I one time broke my neighbor's Barbie just so that I could go to the store to buy her a newer, better one. Kind of weird. Kind of weird. I was a toy kid. I feel like there was, like, book kids, toy kids, 
and outside kids. And I was an inside toy kid. I never really, I wasn't really into reading and doing anything like that, furthering my education. I just wanted to play with toys all day. And I had a very extensive toy collection. Um, and I would leave them all over the house. Like my parents would fall over them on the stairs. And I'd be like, oh, well, that's just where they live. Like I would decorate the house with my toys. Very strange childhood behavior. But that's what I was up to. So <clears throat> I guess I kind of always wanted a Barbie. I think she's cool. I'm not into collecting them. I'm more into collecting like weird dolls. So I have from the Drew Carey show. I have a Mimi doll. She's like fat with a blue eyeshadow. It's really cute. If there was ever like a Snooky doll, I would probably get that. Just like any of your major characters. Especially if they're, like, fat or weird. If you go on eBay, there are these dolls, and they're called drag dolls. And they are just male, like, Ken dolls that someone repackaged in drag. They're very offensive. They're super offensive. Um, I want one. I want one so bad. There's, like, four of them. I looked them up. They're, like, $500. They're very expensive dolls. They're collector's items, and they're, like, fr new in box. Um, and I really want one of those drag dolls. That, all that to say is that I was never a Barbie person, but I'm throwing myself a Barbie party and I'm actually kind of excited for this Barbie movie. And I really do like pink. So I'm going to make myself a bunch of like pink Barbie inspired outfits. I love wearing pink. I don't love wearing blonde hair anymore. I see myself more as like a dirty, dirty, dingy, brunette, redhead kind of a gal. But I think I might get Fina Barbada to maybe stand up for a couple hours. I'd love to get some fresh blonde wigs from her. Barbie theme. I made I made my like announcement poster. And it's like a composite image of all I did was I looked up fat silhouette and then Barbie silhouette. Because there's that classic black Barbie silhouette. And she, well, she's not black. The silhouette itself is. I guess all silhouettes are black. Well, no, it could be any color. But when you think of silhouette art, you think of like someone's head turned sideways and it's black on a white background. I just mixed together those two images in Photoshop and it turned out to look like Candy Muse from the side. So now everyone's like, wait, is Candy going to be there? Is Did you base this on Candy? And I was like, no, it's more just based on like the idea of a fat Barbie. But when you think about it, at the end of the day, Candy Muse is the fat Barbie. Candy Muse in a doctor coat and scrubs. I see her being Dr. Barbie, not a nurse. She is a doctor. Put a you're, it would take a very large helmet. It would be a custom made by NASA, but we could get her in a space suit. Why don't they send fat people to space? Huh. Wow. You know, things that really make you think. Put Candy in any outfit and she's going to be a sexy barb. So I'm going to be in uh, all, all pink outfits for the month of July, for my birthday month, even though I'm not a birthday month type of person. Today, I went, hold on, hold for the plane. Today, I went downtown to go fabric shopping. I make all my own costumes. That's where this began. I make all my own costumes, so I like to be in the thick of it when I'm finding the fabrics and looking for it. And I'll fucking hunt. Like, I'll put 
an hour and a half on that meter and I will walk into like seven or eight different fabric stores to find the exact fabric that I want and then I will sit there and haggle with the person. I'll go back in. If I find the same fabric at two stores and one guy's like, it's $5 and the other guy says it's $7, clearly I'm going to go for the cheaper one. But I will haggle. I will see if I can get it down lower at both. Anyway, I'm a mess. Anyway, um, so I was downtown. I was shopping. But on the way downtown, I had to stop and get gas. And that's something I don't want to do anymore, which is why I'm on the hunt for an electric car, which I will get into. I went electric car shopping, and they are very, very uh, – it's everything that you imagine when you're car shopping and, and when you watch it on sitcoms where they're like, be careful. They're going to make you sit down, and they're going to offer you water and coffee, and then they're not going to bring it to you. And they're going to do that three times. And then he's going to walk away and go, like, I got to go talk to my boss, and he's going to stand here and leave you waiting. He's going to give you a bad offer, and you're going to go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And we were doing that, and thank God I brought my boyfriend because – he, I, w- I don't know what those fucking numbers mean. I was ready to sign. <laughs> I was ready to walk out of there in a car. Well, roll out of, the- drive out of there in a new car and dro- leave, give him the old meaty mobile. But uh, Michael was like arguing with him. And then he goes, you know what? That's it. We're going. Um, and as we start to leave, I was like, oh, I don't have my car keys. They took them from me. And I was like, hostage situation. Am I right? Uh, and then I saw them, I was like, they're right there, give them back. And then we were driving out and they were trying to stop us on the drive out. The guy, Emil came out and jumped in front of the car and he was like, where are you going? Please hold on. I can talk to my guy and we can lower the APR and da, 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 da. And they, and it was just a lot. It was very hectic. So again, if you need a car shopping buddy, my boyfriend, Michael is the guy to go with. He's, he lays low the whole time. He was just sitting in the back seat, uh, just enjoying the ride while we were driving, asking a few questions here or there, got in, he got to drive the car, test drove it, acted real cool casual. And then when the the money came out, Michael turned into a fucking beast. Oh God, the guy who sold me or was trying to sell me that car has now, I get alerts anytime someone runs my credit to do a credit check on me. He has run a credit check on me every single day since I went there, which in turn I believe is lowering my credit because it takes see, I don't I'm not a, a credit person, but according to the experience, every time he looks, it drops my credit down by one point, which is not helping, Emil. Jeez. And also today, I mean, I signed a bunch of papers. They took a picture of my ID. They have my address or whatever. So this would be crazy. And I might just be high and thinking this. But today there was three white Kia Neros parked in front of my house, which was the exact car and color that I was looking for and drove. Now, I know this sounds insane to think like, oh, the guy from the dealership wants you to buy this car so bad. It would be wild to think that a car dealership would need to sell a car so bad that they would park three of them in front of your house so that you would have to see them when you walk outside. But at this point, I'm not willing to rule that out because he has called me every single day. I went in on a Wednesday last week. It is now what? Monday, July 3rd. Tomorrow is a holiday. Are they even selling cars? It's probably a July 4th deal that he's trying to get me in on. But guess what? I'm not doing the Kia Nero. I don't want it anymore. Where was I? So I stopped for gas at a gas station on the way downtown. And I don't know what the 
fuck is going on in LA? But in Texas, we have something called gas station fucking etiquette. Gas station etiquette. To me, to me, at a very busy gas station, if you are done pumping your gas and you need to go get a receipt from the inside or you want to go buy a Coke from the inside or you want to go get some cigarettes and some scratch-offs from inside, then move your fucking car. Take your vehicle, you get in, and then you turn the ignition or press a start button and move your fucking car to a parking spot so that everybody else doesn't have to wait for you to go inside to get your things and your lottos. That's all I got to say. Also, people in LA cannot fucking drive downtown. If you do not know how to drive downtown, just don't fucking go down there. Walk. Get on a scooter. But mama, I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. I'm going to take a break and then uh, and then we'll be right back. And we're back, Slay. I have been on on one today. So I now want to just take a moment and talk about things that I'm grateful for. Uh, One thing that I'm extremely grateful for right now, it's bringing me a lot of joy, is there is a stray cat that I do believe is living in my neighbor's backyard, which is, I do know for a fact, full of garbage and trash. Um, Million-dollar home, and their backyard is literally filled with garbage bags. I don't, it doesn't, it's not computing. Um, It is adding up as to why I never see them put out garbage cans in front of their house. I believe that they're, storing garbage in their backyard and now there's a cat that lives back i'm sorry i'm high he is so cute but he has a fucking scream he doesn't meow every morning between eight and ten o'clock in the morning except for on wednesdays when the gardeners come because he's afraid of the noise he just comes up to our back windows he just comes over and he goes and for the longest time I think it was going on for a week when I was like, someone's baby is crying. It's the same intonation as and like sound and pitch as a as a child crying. It doesn't sound like a cat. So for a longest, I was like, someone's someone get that baby. Uh, I realized it was a cat. We've been giving them food. I just found out today our neighbor has also been giving him food. And I don't need a third cat, but there was a little part of me that was like, well, if no one will take him, I'll take him. But our neighbor who also has a cat, I think might get the leg up on us. And honestly, I don't need a third cat. That's fucking weird. So I love him. We started calling him Little Red Guy. Little Red for short. And today I went outside and he didn't run from me. And that was nice. He wouldn't let me touch him. Uh, He stayed about 10 feet away, but... It's nice to be building trust with an outside animal. What else is going on in my life? I lead a very simple life. You know, just waiting on my pancreas to fully give up and then I die. Is that it? Is there anything else to talk about? It's getting hot. Ooh, baby. The heat. My pancreas is dying. 
drag is so different in every city. What's expected of a queen in each city is different. What's expected of... I just ran into Angeria when I was in Santee Alley. Oh, my God. Let's talk about Santee. I was down there buying fabric. Well, okay, not Santee. Santee Alley is a separate part of downtown. I was technically in the fashion district or fabric district, as I like to call it, um, because I it's full of fabric, not fashion. You're making the fashion with the fabric. There is one store down there. Where many, many, many moons ago when I was a single little diva and I was looking for stretch, four-way stretch spandex that was blue with red polka dots, very specific. And I remember because trauma, and I believe it is between, it's on 8th Street, 9th Street? I don't even know where it is, trauma. I went in there and he was touching me inappropriately, like kind of on the butt, rubbing my chest grabbing the most offensive part was when he grabbed my double chin between his thumb and forefinger but not like you would pick something up like where you're just using your fingertips imagine kind of sliding your fingers horizontally under my chin and getting like a lot of meat in between them using your fingers almost as a clamp so your whole side of your forefinger and the whole side of your thumb are in full contact with my sweaty double chin. So he grabbed my gullet like that and shook it and said, I really like this. Can I kiss you on the cheek? Um, I thought he was going to discount the fabric, but it was still ten ninety nine a yard. Later to find out that that fabric should only be $5 a yard. Um, so... It's not an unknown thing to me that men down there in the fabric district know that gay men are shopping and take make sexual advances on them. A few weeks ago, I went down there and it happened in a way. Usually I'm fine with it and I just cut it out or slap their hand away and leave the store and remember not to go back to that store. Uh, it hadn't happened to me in a long time. I think I'm fat and hideous, so why would any old Armenian man want to touch my genitals? But it did happen to me, like, two or three weeks ago, and I don't know. There's just, you don't react the way you think you're going to react. You think you're going to slap their hand away, because this time he fully, uh, just grabbed my penis, grabbed my whole cock and balls by the hand and put his other hand on my lower back to kind of give himself leverage and got it all in one good grasp and I froze I froze I didn't know how to I didn't know what to do I like I was just like you think you'd scream you think you'd slap you think you'd push sometimes you're just kind of shocked and it's almost funny that it's happening because it's always such an unassuming old, old man, like a man definitely in his 80s, like older than my grandfather when he died. Um, I guess they're just old, dirty birds. And I, I froze and just went, no, thank you. And walked out of the store. <laughs> um. And I called my boyfriend and I was like, well, I don't know what to do. And he's like, you want me to come down there and beat his ass? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do. So I guess because uh, he's just an old, dirty man. And I'm just I like, <laughs> I guess it's just like, 
I'm not going to be that old dirty man, but I don't want to ruin his fun and like get ruin his whole, put his whole life on blast. And I don't know. He, he has like a family probably just for groping me, but also it's wrong. It's so wrong. If I was a different person, that could have gone very poorly for him. If I was the type of person that like threw hands at objectionable behavior, that could not have gone well for that guy. And I think now if it were to happen to me now having that experience, it's like, oh, I definitely would react quicker and I would know what to do. But in that situation, you're like, I was just shocked. Thoughts? Opinions? Have you been grabbed and groped downtown? Have you been grabbed and groped somewhere inappropriately? Um, I think also what made it wilder is like, I've had people do that to me in a nightclub. So I feel like maybe there was a sense of like, oh, this is a thing that has happened before, but like piecing it together. And I'm not going to say that there is a level of consent in a nightclub, but I think that my behavior when it has happened to me before, I was not objecting to that. I was open to it. So let's cut the consent out for that one. I, uh, as some of them say, I was at, I was dressed like I wanted it. I was asking for it. But this time I was not dressed like I wanted it. I wasn't. I was like in really baggy, gross clothes. Like just so shocking. And I and, and another thing is like how many people is he doing that to that he feels so comfortable and free to do that openly with other people in the store? Uh there was a guy that literally works in that store with him who has to know about this behavior, right? He's got to know about it. He's got to know that it's going on. Again, so like what would what do you think you would do versus like what actually would you do? Would you freak out? I just had another thought. Because I didn't freak out. I guess I did freak out in a way. I froze up because I was freaked out. But Grandpa wanted some of this. Cock! But also, did he? Or does he just, like, want attention? Well, I didn't stick around long enough to find out what he wanted. Also, this raises the question, if he's hot, would I have been okay with it? And what does that mean for me? Should I, if you have any, if you want to respond to me in any way, I know Tony Soto has his email address up. And I haven't been privy to if he's been getting emails or people complaining about me. So I guess moving forward, email themeatballqueen at gmail.com. Uh, I'm not taking notes. Just questions, concerns, or thoughts on what I should do about this man grabbing me. All right. And uh, don't forget that my parties are all, I said them all. I'm excited to be in San Francisco this next week and whatever. And uh, no, nothing special this week. I'm very rushed and I got a lot of work to do. So I'm just talking at ya. Oh, Tony gets political. They got rid of affirmative action. Tell me if that's right or wrong. Email me at themeatballqueen at gmail.com. All right. Thank you so much for this. I hope you had a wonderful time. And, uh, you know, I want to leave you on these final words. Trauma, mama. Don't forget the drama and the conflama. 
goodbye out there and I love you for now. I'm probably going to die. Tony Soto Show. Tony Soto Show.